0: leadership matters with an organization and or the united states or a country your leadership matters and when you compromise leadership you get bad results hello my friend
1: and welcome to this business monday episode of a call to leadership i'm dr nate Saul, your host and i'm so glad you are here well this is an interesting conversation that sam and travis and i had regarding the president the united states politics as ceo the business side of politics can we even apply that term what does it mean and how do we utilize it when we truly seek for the president to act as someone who is leading the entire nation can't wait for you to listen in i'm dr nate sala and this is a call to leadership are you following the next election cycle
0: 2024 United States? Of course I am. It's very important. You are. It's an important election we have coming up. It is.
1: Every election is important, right? I think this one's more. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Yeah.
2: I do. I don't discount that, but what's funny is every year that I remember, right? So elections take it back to probably 96, right? When Clinton was in, the Republicans had a huge upset and took back the House and the Senate, right? Like, Every election since then, I remember, has always been, this is the most important election of our life, right? Like they always add, now this one is super important, but the last but, one was super important.
0: But it is what people say. Every decision we make is important. Like every decision we make as a country, every decision we make as entrepreneurs, every decision we make as fathers are important, right? But there's transitional- A thousand percent. Impact here, mm, There is Right. Because we've had to bring this up. Well, I had to bring it election. up. This is going to
1: possibly a part one of several parts. So we'll, we'll, because we'll be talking about yeah. this until the election, I'm sure beyond that. And you say, why would you talk about it on a business money episode? Because politics is business. Yes. Oh, and it involves it business. And if you haven't been thinking about that, please do. Hopefully, maybe we'll illuminate some aspects of that on the show.
2: Before we really dive into politics, i of just say that the one depressing thing about this election is, can we not find anybody younger than 80 years old run our country that's a good segue i mean like i I would like like seriously uh... how many fortune 500 companies are run by an executive that is older than 80 years old i would bet if any a very small amount but you have the largest corporation in the
0: world the united states government that was a very good segue just read my mind i always read your mind okay joe biden says we will rebuild railroads across the indian ocean (laughs) did you hear what i just said (laughs) yeah i heard it so this just hit i just got this this morning right and it was obviously a fumble okay you wanted to build a railroad somewhere <laughs> else but the indian ocean was can't make this though, okay we have plans to build a railroad from the pacific all the way across the indian ocean okay now is this a bad dream or what i mean to play counter to you the other 80
2: octarian is that what 80 year olds are called octarians so okay so the other octarian was just indicted on 37 conspiracy yeah, I'm charges. There. The-
1: by the way, this is going to be a multi part episode. <laughs> just saying, because this is juicy. Just to answer your question, I looked it up. Thank you, AI Assistant. Zero Fortune 500 Zero. companies run by CEOs over 80 years old, according to a report by Forbes as of the end of year 2021. Interesting. Indicated as relatively rare for an individual, obviously, rarer than relatively rare. It's not possible currently, at least of that year. Individual over 80 to hold CEO. The average CEO age in the US, take a guess, what do you think the average CEO age is? 40s? I'd say mid-50s. 59. Currently around 59 years old, to your point. Anyway. That's older than I would have thought.
2: You got to think they have to have the experience, you know what I mean? Like, no, what I had,
0: figured you, mean, yeah. you got a lot of experience mid to late 40s, I mean, yeah. depending on how your career yeah. was. You know. My point was, we have two very, at least the people that are in the limelight, are two very bad choices. Two, The two, in leader, opinion, the two right? mid- leaders I mean, I'm not of the two parties. No, like right. right. So I think we have, DeSantis has some legs for what he's done in Florida, in my opinion, which you know may ruffle some people. But at the end of the day, I feel like I'm endorsing him officially right well, now. Well, have this. you? <laughs> so, so yeah, Kennedy mm-hmm. now in the mix. Which to me, right, is good. Right? It's good. But again, why I said this is that important, and I'm not going to go into this is the most important election of our lifetime, but I do think that this election is more important than probably the last good number in the past. I don't know how far back you want to go, but I feel like if we get. A president that doesn't know it's a defining moment it's a defining moment yes Yes, and i don't think this is a left or right thing like if the guy on stage was on the right and he was talking this way i would have the exact same thing to say we need to make a good choice this next election
1: which is you mentioned this this is the start to this conversation you mentioned the president is also some ways as elon musk recently said the chief executive officer the ceo if you will in some ways and we're going to break that down a little bit of the nation Right, that's the correlation you made, right, with the Fortune five hundred companies and the United States as a giant conglomerate of companies, right? Right, many, many, many aspects to how the president makes decisions that affects, I would say, every organization on the, in this nation,
0: right? I mean, the yeah, decisions no, it's,
2: it's almost on the planet. If you think you, about you can it, think right, about it, right? It, right? I guess I guess the, it the United
0: States. I mean, it's global. It yeah. ripples, yeah. So leadership matters, and with an organization and or United States or a country, your leadership matters, and when you compromise leadership, you get bad results. Which is, I mean, are we surprised? Are you surprised? I mean, I'm not surprised. What are you saying? Are we not in a good place right now? oh things are great, man. <laughs> we're booming. We're coming back. No, my point is this: is no, they're not great, and I think we have to be real with where we're at. And trust me, if there was a great president that to come out of you know the Democratic reigns that Anything is better than the guy in the White House right now, specifically. I'll say anything because, hey, be careful what you say. Well, I didn't think that could happen. (laughs) You know what I mean? Be careful what you say. But I mean, I don't want another election with Biden and Trump. I don't. No,
2: no. I mean, at some point, younger generations have to step up and take charge. I mean, it's past time, right? And if this was a traditional business organization, the board would vote this CEO out, right? Right. I mean, Simple. Right. Cut and drive. Like there's no hurt feelings. Like did a great just job. A fit it's just it's not a fit anymore. You know what I mean? And I mean I'm going to tell you right now. When I'm 82 years old, I don't want to be running an organization. Period. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to have to still do the things that I do because I'm not going to be able to do it. And so,
0: well, let me ask you this: Do you think there should be an age limit? A thousand percent. Hundred percent.
2: Yes. I think there should be term limits. I think there should be an age limit. I don't think that there's all across the board. I think even in the Supreme Court, there should be an age. You have an age requirement. You have to be 35 years old to be president of the United States, right?
1: Minimum. Why?
2: Because they said, you know what? 22 year old is going to be able to handle this, right? You don't have the experience. So this was 220, 30 something years ago that they sat down and said 35, Right. 35 in 1776 is a whole lot different than 35 in 2023, right? right? So if they were redoing it now, it'd probably be 50. You know what I mean? 45, 50, right? There absolutely should be an end to that as well.
1: And life expectancy was in the low 60s back then, right? And you got two terms. You got 10 years. Two terms are 10 years.
2: You know what I mean? So they set all this up. The founding fathers probably never in their mind thought that there would be an 80-year-old running the company country yeah, like not it's like it's not, not, not realistic like who would even think that we don't need to do that so no written, i think know? if you look at even like a Diane Feinstein right i mean i don't know if you saw the pictures of her when they wheeled her into congress into the senate so she could make a vote but she's in her 90s this is ridiculous right like this is absolutely ridiculous that we have a country that allows this to happen like that person that to me it's almost senior abuse yes right. I agree man 100%.
0: because that person
2: can't do that job but she has a team. And the problem is, is that these politicians have whole teams of people that are dependent upon that politician maintaining their job so that they continue to get paid, right? I doubt Biden
0: is making most of the decisions day to so day. Here's the thing, the, right? The but you're doubling down. Like, okay, one thing is said, Wrong you know decision. What? We're going to put our muscle behind this new young guy, Kennedy, whatever, who's going to revitalize the Democrats. We're going to bring in someone who's... Completely the opposite of what you have. That is like if I was marketing and I was trying to win, that's who I would be bringing in, right? But now I was like, well, I'm rerunning. Okay, well, what does that say? That says that you think, A, that you've done a good job, right? Mm -hmm. And that you can run on that, your record. And B, that the American people are just going to fall for it again. And I feel like that's where we're at. Like They feel like we can be easily swayed. I think if you have a Trump-Biden election, Right the never-Trump voters are going to vote for Trump. That's Joe the only
2: Biden. reason why Biden is running. If Trump wasn't running, Biden probably wouldn't run. But because Trump is running, they know that there's 50% of the population who will never vote for Trump under any circumstances whatsoever, right? So we're going to put Biden in because why ruffle any feathers? You know what I mean? It worked before. We already know the chances of Trump actually coming in and doing something probably aren't there. Trump. Right. You have people, you have 50% of the population who are never going to vote for Biden. There's nothing good that is going to come from this election. Whoever wins, right? Half the country is going to be up in arms. And so it blows my mind that these parties, you can't find a young, energetic. You can't find the Obama of 2023. You know know what I mean? Like I wasn't even a huge Obama fan, but like at least like he was younger. You know what I mean? Like we went from a young president, he he could speak. Like, yeah. I trusted when he got on stage somewhere in the world, he wasn't going to embarrass me as my president, right? This president embarrasses me. Our last president embarrassed me, right? Yeah. So it's just like,
0: go back to Bush, go back to Bush. I he mean, was yep. somewhat embarrassing. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, but if you had, compare him, I mean, but compare him. He's great. Right? You know he didn't mean? look so bad now when you really, think right. About I mean, it. when you really you know think, think about it, like, it's yeah. not, but I
2: mean, you have all these forces, right? And to me, it's pretty simple. I say this so many times on the show. I don't know why I have to say this, but I have to preface it. I'm not a conspiracy theory, but it's like, if we can see this, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like if this is this simple for us to sit here, I mean, we're educated people, right? But still, like if we can say this doesn't make sense, the people who are supposed to have these checks and balances, they know what's going on. Oh, yeah. And there's a reason why, why they're doing it. The right? Exactly. There's a reason why this is happening. So, yes, it's an important election. But I honestly, I don't think we're going to be in any, either one of those two people win, we're going to be in the same spot for the next four years
1: until one of them dies. It's trending that way too. I mean, if you look at the polls, even on the Republican side, right, Trump's bizarre too, because so many people are like, you know, we'd rather have somebody else in, but then he's got, I don't know what the number was last time I checked, 46% of the Republican primary, at least Mm -hmm. a projection. But you make a good point because there's been conventional wisdom that said in politics, incidentally by the way George Washington was 57 years old when he was elected president oh, wow. and it was considered old right yeah so anyhow just saying so the conventional wisdom is that people are elected based on seniority and the fact that they've been in the public eye mm-hmm. right it's your turn so to speak right and so there may have been someone else who may be better qualified but because the general public has seen you longer they trust you more simply right. from the fact that you've been the public eye. But you mentioned something that's very important because you mentioned Obama, who was not in the public eye. In fact, nobody knew who he was in politics. And we remember him like junior senator, right? Right. We didn't know who he was, but through his campaign, he gained steam over someone who you've seen in politics, Hillary, for what? Since since her her husband was president. And Trump is a little bit different because you'd seen him in the public eye mm-hmm. because he's been a public figure. But I guess the point I'm making is that don't make an excuse. Just because someone has been in the public eye, that you're automatically disqualified from becoming that person who will stand out.
2: There should be nobody's quote unquote turn to be president right. of the United States, right? Right. right. That's not a that's job not a turn that thing. somebody you earn, right? That's right? You campaign, you have good ideas, you come in. And that's why it's crazy to me. Like, I can't fathom in my mind. And I don't know enough about governors, but there's not a strong conservative leaning Democrat who checks like all the boxes. I mean, if there was a centrist who came in and ran, they would win because the country is so polarized. You know what I mean? There's somebody just came in and just had
0: common sense. There is people. So like I have a lot of friends that are Tim Scott fans, but I'm like It's not a chance. Yeah. The only person that even is on the radar to dethrone Trump DeSantis. Is DeSantis. So like you're either going to have to decide. Yeah. You may not like either, right? right? But which one do you like the least. And that's what I asked my friends on the left. I'm like, okay, well, if you don't like DeSantis for X, Y, and Z, are you willing to accept Trump for X, Y, and Z? You know what I mean? And I think for the country, I think DeSantis is a better overall, I mean, obviously, I'm not a Trump guy, but I, DeSantis, presidential, I think he's done some good things. I think he has a record to run on. If he loses, fine against someone who's not joe biden right right but again if joe biden if we as a country double down on joe biden again to be our president i have some serious questions about ourselves as an identity like how do we look at america in general like what's the perception to where we think anything's that this decision is better than the alternative
1: you bring something up that's important use the word presidential Mm -hmm. and in fact before you're speaking, it, I was typing up different qualities that are generally associated with what it means to be presidential, because that is also decision-making for people, right? Yeah. A lot of this is internal, right? A lot of this is subconscious, right? right? It's gut, right? Not like they're checking boxes just like in a predictive index where it's saying, well, is this the best job model fit for this right. particular individual, right? They're just subjectively, they're watching the debates, they're talking with friends, and they're making decisions based on that. But you mentioned presidential, because there are certain qualities and capabilities that escalate people above and beyond others, right? And I'm going to read a few of them to you. Leadership, obviously. Presidents expected to lead the nation in good times and bad. Inspiring people. Forging coalitions. Managing conflict. Promoting a shared national vision. Ensuring national security. One. Good communicator. Presidential candidate must have the ability to speak clearly, persuasively, especially in front of crowds, right? In debates. Strong writing skills. Speeches, although they don't have to write their speeches policy statement, decisiveness. They must be decisive, right? Expect to make tough decisions under pressure. And I think that's one of the reasons why I think the current administration is having trouble, right? Because Mm -hmm. maybe they haven't been as decisive in certain areas. Problem-solving skills, same thing. Emotional intelligence, right? This is where people would say, well, I'm not sure if Trump has a whole lot of emotional intelligence because he can be pretty immature, right? These are just part of the decision tree, right? Integrity. Either one of them. Neither one of them are integrity right. Have integrity. Diplomacy, knowledge, and experience, right? These are also all part of a decision tree. But I say that to say, when you look at people who aren't the front runners, they've got to exhibit this at a much higher level. They've got to come in stronger in the, some of these key areas because it's really difficult. It's like a tide that's coming in, right? These incumbents, if you will, are a tide. And man, you ever watch the movie Castaway? Where you know he's trying to get over that tide, right? And he can't get over the tide. This is the challenge with these individuals. They may be better, but the tide is so strong that it
0: takes, if you will, an Obama type, right? Yeah, I agree. Who can overcome that tide? Yeah, and I think you know, just your, I mean, our reaction both to the integrity question, right? We have the two front runners. We decided we don't have. They don't have integrity. The president of the United States. This is where we're at. And that's, elections matter. But choices matter too, you know what I mean? And And the
2: problem is, is that like 43 years old, I have never walked into vote for a president and been excited about my choice. I have always voted against what I thought was the greater of the two evils which were presented to me. Against your own. I just values. want one election in my lifetime where like I am excited. So, what are you
0: doing to this vote. Because <laughs> I think vote, yeah. we would get behind you. <laughs>
1: I ain't having it for <laughs> three hundred and thirty five thousand or four hundred thousand dollars a year. Right, right. right. <laughs> but you have to really want it. And I appreciate what you said because we have a choice. It's so important as we at least close this first segment of this conversation, as we move into some political aspects. As an entrepreneur, you say, What does it have to do with business? It has everything it's to do with business. To do. So we're gonna talk a lot about that. But just laying a foundation. We have a choice and that choice requires responsibility, right? Do the homework, do the due diligence, right? Vet those individuals out. Go beyond the pomp and circumstance. Go beyond the smoke and mirrors, right? Look deeper because as American citizens, we have that obligation to make a difference with the one vote that we get. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. And so as we close this episode, I'm just going to ask, not that you would vote for this person, and we've got a long way to go. But as of today, the recording of this episode, who do you think is going to win?
2: I think that Biden will get the popular vote. But I think that Trump has a really good chance of winning enough electors.
0: I think, much as it pains me to say it, but those are two options based off- Whatever of, options. Yeah. No, all the options. I mean- I know he'd like to win. I'd like DeSantis to win. I think it'd be a good change. But if it's these two, I think Biden's losing. I think that this has been a really bad, as bad as Trump's indictments and all that's out there. I don't think the majority of the country believes he's in any way fit to run the country.
2: Whoever wins, I will say this. It's not because they're 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 a great candidate. It's because people voted against the other person. That's 100% what it's going to be. It's going to be voting against the other person. And I think that it's going to be tribal, right? Like, I think that tribalism is going to play a huge part in it. Whether you agree or you disagree, you're going to see yourself as a Republican or a Democrat, not as an American. And you're going to make that decision based on that, not based on what's best for the country. No matter how you vote, like, I think you're going to be voting against somebody because people have very strong feelings against Biden and people have very strong feelings against Trump. And that's how it's going.
1: Well, my friend, thank you for joining me on this episode of A Call to Leadership. If you've been listening, you've probably heard me talk about our accounting and advisory business, and this show was actually born out of that business, those relationships. I found that entrepreneurs and professionals were missing aspects of their leadership that fed into their bottom line and helped their businesses be successful. So I'm so thankful that I've had all those years in that area to feed into this. And the truth is that so many people still need accounting and advisory help, and they don't know where to go. If you're in that place where you feel, oh my goodness, my tax person or my accountant, I can't find them, or maybe the service wasn't up to my expectations, do not despair. I'll leave how you can find us in the show notes. And one of my team members can do some discovery and help you along your journey. You're not alone, my friend. You always have help. I'm Dr. Nate Sala. Can't wait to see you on the next show of A Call to Leadership.